Hey. I just wanna be a liberated Take it off, stack I get broads in Atlanta, Tristan the bleeding shit, shit the phone. Credit cards and the scammers, wake up beside the shit, that's on. Over to Lottie shit, they be at the rent, I know we clap shit. I be pulling us up in the final shit. I got plenty of stuff with Bugatti, but look how I try this shit. Black and six, final. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Uh, we are coming to you down in the DMV. Brianna and I are actually down here, so let's uh, start the show. I'm Brandon. I'm Nefertari. I'm Brianna. And I am Kane. <laughs> so, I, we talk about her so often, but it's like, whatever, I don't care because she's like... But now we don't have anything to talk about her anymore because... Well... So Azalea quit Twitter. <laughs> Let's yeah. just like put it out there. She quit Twitter. I mean, I think she quit all social media. No, um, I don't think she quit Instagram. She's she quit still Twitter. on Instagram. Twitter was where whatever. Twitter's the Twitter w- was where her demons lied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the skeletons are in Twitter. Literally. So I mean, you were the first one. But now she's. But you saw she's still acting a fool on Instagram. Is she? Yes, commenting on. Oh, um, is she trolling? God. Is she trolling? That's my bitch. Okay. Is she trolling? Ugh, Who's she trolling? Let's just They're start at the top. <laughs> know this how do you not know this i don't know this. oh because you're tagged in that tweet <laughs> <laughs> all right king so bring us into azalea's little rant because you were the first one you hipped me because i didn't see well i was just she asked me blocks so i was never gonna see but um <laughs> so bring us into how that went down because you were the first like, one to notice it was yeah i like was watching it all happen like while i was on the phone with you and it was like happened like 10 minutes before i like got on twitter and she was just saying like, "Fuck this!" Like, pre- I'm paraphrasing completely. I don't have mm-hmm. the I don't have the screenshots. Wish I did. But um, she's like, "Fuck this!" Like, the mainstream media is like so awful. Blah 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 blah. It's literally poison. I don't know why I get myself wrapped up in this. I'm just gonna leave and peace out. Back to some mystery. Yeah. I mean, which is only healthy. I'm happy for her. <laughs> I mean, uh, I just like wish, I don't know, I wish her reason for quitting Twitter wasn't like, I wish her reason for quitting Twitter was, someone was probably finally was like, like, you need to shut the fuck up on Twitter. But I wish that she was like, yeah, like I kind of wild, I'm about to quit this bitch. Like, I wish she wasn't just like, oh, it's everyone else, like, yeah. And now I have well, to quit. It is like, everyone else. It is though. everyone else. <laughs> but like, she could have been like, okay, I wild a little bit. Let me just like. She's put a Gemini. Gemini's do that. They're like, I'm gonna act crazy, whatever, whatever. Then they're like, oh shit, like I don't know what's wrong with y'all. Yeah, All right, that's a Gemini thing to do. Like, so it's like, I don't know. I just think Azalea is crazy and she never would apologize for that, which is and like It all, like, started, what, like, a week ago when she released um, Used to Being Lonely, or Used to Being Alone, or whatever, whatever the fuck. Yeah, when she was, like, When she was coming for like, Iggy. I'm about to be so petty, like, because Iggy said, Iggy said something. Because Iggy couldn't keep God. Azalea's name out her mouth in that interview. Iggy, just shut the fuck up, stop talking, I hate her. Like, who was even interviewing? Like, what was that even for? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> but she mentioned Azalea, and then you know Azalea. Well, like, is going to find out about it. And like, she was like, mm, just can't keep my name out your mouth. I'm about to do something so petty. Like, y'all aren't even ready. 
And the, all the cunts were like, yes, sis. What's yes, going, sis. What's going down? <laughs> it's like, it like me waiting for Azaria to do something petty. Mm-hmm. And it was the gif of, of Raven chewing the gum like... Or another one. The other one was the Oprah reaction. Where, like, she's like holding like the two hands. She's like praying. She's like... Wow. Like takes a deep breath. Kyla <laughs> was like, "Is like, she gonna it, release sis. a diss tape?" She's like, oh, "She's about to release a diss tape on please." Like everybody was just. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was okay. fucking ready. I was like, "Come on!" But like, I didn't think she'd ever come through. Well, well, technically, she said in the next nine days, nine days ago, or it'll be nine days tomorrow. What <laughs> you're counting? Yeah, no, I am counting. Wait, we she said about in nine it. days what? She was gonna release Slazy. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Because she also said she was going to release um, The Big Big Beat at some point. It came out like a lot later than she said, but that wasn't even that big of a deal because The Big Big Beat is everything, yeah. so I wasn't mad. <laughs> it's still delivered. I mean, I... Just a little late. Lost the mail a bit. It's like, I'm like, it's a bit, it's bittersweet to me because like, I think that she needed to quit Twitter and focus more on her music or at least like, stop giving people a reason to like hate on her or come for her because she is so brilliant and she is so goddamn talented. So I was like, okay, maybe this is, like, a good thing that yeah. she's quitting Twitter, but, like, in a selfish way, like, I'm just like, damn, like, I'm gonna miss seeing her on Twitter because she's fucking funny. She's hysterical. Like, she says, she like, she's hysterical. She's, like, woke as fuck. Like, I kind of am gonna miss her on Twitter, but then if I'm thinking about, like, her career, I'm like, okay, maybe. This is a good step. Maybe also, it's a good for her psyche, I feel like Twitter was only becoming something negative. Granted, I always feel Azalea is always going to be justified in my book. However, I do think that she was starting to spend way too much time on trying to. Because the internet is so shitty, you will find so many different opinions. You'll find so many things. It could almost drive you crazy if you invest too much time on finding vengeance in every mm-hmm. in any crazy <laughs> situation that you get in. It'll drive you insane. So I feel like she needs to quit Twitter. I don't know. How do you it's feel now? It's positive. I love her on Twitter. I think she's cool and crazy. I'm Absolutely. always down for the entertainment. <laughs> and I mean, she does have good points. Absolutely. But I know she also does start a lot of drama on there and says unnecessary yeah, she, things. She goes and riles things she up. Needs she needs to, um, necessarily need to be riled up. But I mean, it's like hard to tell someone that they can't say something, you exactly. know? Yeah. Especially when you love them for being outspoken. I just don't think you can really... Exactly. You can't choose what someone wants to be outspoken about. That's and true. it's like, I do respect her point of view. I may not really agree with the way she goes about it, but... I do. I know she's smart. I know that she's learning. I know that she's like the same age as us and like figuring things out for herself. So if she needs a social media break, that's crazy that we're the exact same. That would be fine. That's fine with me. No, like, and that's like, we have to take that into account. Like, imagine being 23, famous, the world hating you, shaming you, saying your music isn't good when you know you're broken. People love you. And it's like, People honestly never heard of her or even, like, you know, could really say anything, but yet she just has this bad, this bad vibe following her. So it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter what she says. She's always going to be painted the same way, so whatever. Yeah, like, I've let people hear Azalea Banks' music, and they're like, oh, this is good. Who is this? And then it's like Azalea Banks, and they're like, oh, she's crazy. 
You know what I mean? Well, you're bopping to her jam, so. Yeah, so it's just kind of one of those things where it's like. So catch 22. A lot of people are not down to just be like, okay, I actually listened and respect what she's saying. They're just like popular opinion puppets. Yeah. She might as well go off. It's. She might. She's still putting out brilliant shit, so go. Yes. To go away from social media, I don't really feel... I'm a big believer, and yes, social media does a lot for a lot of people, but it doesn't need to be everything. I don't think it has to be... It doesn't have to connect to 100% of your success. Like, you know, a lot of people have done that. Like, obviously, the Kardashians, you know, people... Social media has helped a lot of people, but I don't think that has to be the way for every successful person in yeah. the industry. Because I think it can be really tumultuous and really it can break someone down also more than it can do good that's how I feel about social media in general especially for someone in the public eye so well I kind of feel like she doesn't have a good support system like there's nobody there telling her what to do not necessarily what to do but like she wouldn't really want to do that but then it's just kind of like that's her choice choice to be like that and behave like that when knowing it's going to like affect her you know career wise I don't think she realized that either because she is young, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think she realized how big her crying on the air about being black and being in the industry really affected her. Like, I don't think she realized how dramatic that was. But it or, was But it, was it wasn't... Dr- it wasn't... I didn't think it was that dramatic. And I thought that was one of her, like, really humanizing moments. I mean, know? it Where makes... People were really, like, into that interview that she did what was that people were yeah no, well it was ebro but it was just like yeah people were like oh yeah she said something well but yeah she's still crazy she just went in on so and so like i just literally put her name into mm-hmm. twitter and w- what she said on her twi- twitter is um i wonder what northwest is gonna grow up and be like i really hope she doesn't start showing her pussy and getting surgery and shit <laughs> Like, she's reckless, and I'm thinking that in my head. It's so funny. Like, like y'all just, know we're all thinking that. Yes, like, it's like, I'm, it's like oh I'm your friend, Azalea Banks, but stop going in and making people kick us out the club. Stop making people not want to invite us to the parties. Like, yes. shut the fuck up. You're not the one but making it there. In yet. my head, that's why I love Azalea, because that is just, as a black woman, that's how I feel. I'm like, is, is, what's she going to be like? That's how we talk. Like, I know, like, I love it. It's, I like, it. so real. I do love it. <laughs> but then it's like, not everything is meant for mixed company. Well, I also... And Twitter is mixed company. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All encompassing, that was a great thing. And Twitter is mixed company. So, shout out to Azalea Banks photos that pop up, because she is slain. Because she's fucking <laughs> Yes, we love you still. Yes, she's But Azalea, oh, you're no, fucking Iggy. gorgeous, but so is Erica Badu. So please don't go on her Instagram and write you. Yeah, but Erica came for her. But that's another story. Anyhow, <laughs> did she? Yeah, she did. Like back recently? in there? No, 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 no. no. Like, the older, the older. Did she never? Them. Did she come for her? She was shady. She was shady. She was shady. I would say she, she came shady. for her. No, but she was shady. Oh, there was no because she was asking because she was asking shade. Azalea to come for her. 
Like, she literally, literally like she turned her location, location on <laughs> come for me but <laughs> exactly so it's like but at the same time as Erica Badu it's almost like if I don't know it's almost like maybe you just like the take greatest that part about her is that she don't give, give a, a fuck. fuck who you are just yeah. like Neff I like what Neff said she was like can we tell this person who we respect so much for being this brilliant outspoken what to not be is that wow. taking away from her brilliance so she just needs to detach yourself from what's fucking interpreting it wrong I feel like that is the best thing to do wow yeah. she didn't have to go wow. in on Rihanna after the work video no but and she's she, <laughs> she did not need she to. didn't have to go in on Rihanna especially when she was posting the video of them in the club like, exactly not yeah. being jealous like it seems jealous it seems immature it's I just really kinda didn't like, need to see her do that yeah cause I was living I lived so hard for that video of them in the club I was just like this aesthetic is everything like yes Rihanna mm-hmm. put his yellow on. It's like you see Rihanna and Travis Scott like dancing like their asses off to two and two. Like I don't even know Azaria, but I felt like so proud and happy for her in that moment that you have like these like A list people mm-hmm. like in the industry like living for you mm-hmm. like and for like your like music and stuff. Like I would have hoped that you could like let that like thrive and like you mm-hmm. know. But at the same time, I'm thinking this work video could have been better. Yeah, no, <laughs> and she said it because that's what I thought. Damn, so whatever. Because, oh, two because ago, you were whatever. just dancing with her in the club. Like, but I just, she's like, just saying like the work video could have been better. Which but maybe you could have texted that to Ree. Said, hey yeah. girl, she do not have her number. Exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> of the stop acting crazy. Exactly. It's just like, and she didn't say I don't like the video. She went on a rant like, I don't know why you guys keep promoting these fake artists that don't do. <laughs> like she went in like tore her Were down. You're not thinking that. It looked back in your head. No, are y'all not always thinking that? Like, uh, please, let's be real. Are you not true. always thinking this shit is trash? Because it's trash. I'm so sorry. Well, well, no, I, I did listen I, to SoundCloud more than I listen to the radio. Like, yeah. Fucking exactly. <laughs> well, we've, I felt it too, but it's just like, well, Wendy Williams called it kitchen table talk. You know, she, she <laughs> certain things you say behind closed doors or at your kitchen table, table. to your friends or family, you're not going to say, you're not going to go yell down the streets because, yeah. <laughs> you know, like everyone doesn't believe in the same oh, thing as you. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, moving on. <sighs> I mean, there was, there was no way we could come on this episode and not speak about this. I mean, you couldn't go <laughs> on any social media site. You couldn't walk down the street without hearing about it. Let's get let's get into Kim K and this nude photo. The nudie. We ha- we I love to. you, Kim. <laughs> mm, so, <laughs> so she posted, um, so, I mean, I'm going to say, like, if you don't know, but you have to know. Like, so she mm-hmm. came on Twitter and she posted, um, it's, I wouldn't even call it, is it nude? Because she had it... It was censored. She, it was censored. Censored. I don't know. She, censored. Also, yes. <laughs> censored is the I right word. I wouldn't have even thought censored. about that. Everyone that's, censors that's, yes, nudes, censored. but like it's censored. It's censored. censored. So she posted this um, this picture of her, and it was like, the caption was like, um, when you can't find anything to wear, or something like that. LOL. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally typed LOL. <laughs> and it was a picture of her, like, butt-ass naked in her mirror, but it was censored, and it had like a black bar, like, and she looks so over good. her titties, and like a black bar over her puss. And she's never not gonna look good because she just is she, a beautiful person. She she's like so but so that like turned <laughs> into like I saw that picture. I feel like I saw it like 
almost when she like not like very close to when she posted it and I kind of just saw it and I was like and I just kept scrolling like I was like oh okay but then Back I didn't expect it, it to with t- the news. <laughs> Damn, with Kimberly. The <laughs> but I didn't like I didn't know it was gonna turn into this huge like thing like people started going in on her and <sighs> you know they just really try to cause controversy to keep everyone to keep their names in everyone's mouths I don't think she posted that with the intent on I know that's not the full intent, but, like... That's how I feel about the Kardashians in general. I mean, so she... She posted that, like, the main the main chunk of it, because it expands into, like, a lot of, like, different, like, things, but the main chunk of it was she posted the picture, Bette Midler shaded the fuck out of her, and it was hysterical. It was so goddamn funny. She said... What did she say? (laughs) If Kim wants us to see, like, a part of her that we've never seen before... She's gonna have to swallow the, the camera. camera. <laughs> it was just like too catchy. It's it was just, just like too good. I was Auntie like, Bet okay. is over here fucking Auntie being Bet, funny like I literally shit. I quoted the tweet and I was like, mm, Bet coming through with the roast. Like, yeah, she roasted. <laughs> she literally roasted. And then um and then Chloe Grace Moretz came at um Kim with no, I wouldn't even say came at Kim, but her response to it was not like that was clearly just like trying to be shady and like funny and she succeeded. Mm-hmm. Chloe Grace Moretz then got on Twitter and was like, um, you know, I hope that, you know, Kim thinks Kim knows that she can like, you know <coughs> empower people without showing her like body or something like that. Something along those lines, like I'm paraphrasing. She had like a a genuinely nice nice like sentiment like in terms of like not wanting Kim to like always like be like posing nude and things like that. That was like the main chunk of it. Then Kim came back with her own like roasts <laughs> and like came back at like Bette Midler and then came back at Chloe Grace Moretz and then like tweeted like a kimoji of herself like sipping tea like and had this own tweet, her own tweet like um, what did she say? Sorry. <laughs> Late to the party like I was busy like Cashing my checks. Cashing my 80 million dollar check. <laughs> And depositing $53 million in charge of bank account. Which I lived for a little bit because I'm going to be honest. Yes, it's Kim, but if millions of people were coming for me, I would say the same shit. I would clap back. So, like, but anyway, that was the main chunk of it. How do we feel? Because it did expand into a whole conversation about feminism and... People don't say shit to Pam Anderson. People pose nude for PETA. Like, people pose nude all the time. People paint nude, paint nude bodies. It's art. She's the shit. Sorry. I, I didn't have a problem and with it. it I was didn't after care. baby. It was after her baby. So she was proud of her body getting that skinny again. It was during Paris Fashion Week. She could have been in a fitting dressing room. That uh, picture's wearing, from a year ago. Yeah, that was right after she had North. And she was like, she said she was the skinniest she's ever been. I saw that on the show. Because I love you, Kim. But <laughs> she, I mean, she looks good. Why you know why be why be salty and that's why she said Beth Midler post your nudes never was gonna do that and then who is Chloe like she yeah you know what I mean you can't really it's just like dumb to like hate I never I honestly I didn't care I was like like I said I saw it and I just like kept scrolling because I was like oh it's just like it didn't seem out of like the ordinary to me like I was like okay cool I was like I was scrolling I was like oh damn can look good and I just like kept scrolling like it wasn't like really that big of a deal to me but it really exploded into this thing and it kind of started dividing like quote unquote Hollywood like but mm-hmm. like 
stars, you know, really started picking sides, and you got, like, Sharon Osbourne and the Amber Rose out here, like, on Kim's side, and then, like, other people, like, siding with, like, Chloe Grace Moretz and stuff, like, and it just, like, really became, like, this thing that I didn't expect it to, like, become. I was like, I, to, to me, I was like, is it really that serious? That's how I felt. Yeah. And I, I feel, didn't think it was that serious. I just feel... This is a hard topic because I liked the I liked when we were talking about this the other day, like what what you were saying about yeah how they are role models and like because at the end of the day, I feel like people who are people who are this is to not sound shady at all. I'm trying to sound as unbiased as possible, but people who are famous for an actual reason and an actual passion see that they are see that they are people in a power position and see that they are always going to be people to look up to. So I feel Chloe was taking it from a very different stance and that's why it's dividing Hollywood because a lot of Hollywood want to inspire, you know, society and, and you know, inspire people. And I feel like it's, 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 I feel like we're having two different arguments when we talk about this in the first place. It's like, yes, yeah, so you don't always have to identify with your sexuality and I feel that's what Chloe is trying to say but also at the same time you can take power in your sexuality but all I for me it's just a thing where it's like Kim like she's just not a valid person and I feel like people it's starting to come to the surface and that's all I'm gonna say I don't have a problem I do have a problem with the Kardashians, but I did used to live for the Kardashians. I feel that people are really coming forth having talent and having a mission statement in this world. And I feel like people are starting to try and tear apart pop culture a little bit and try to make it not as, you know, much of about the bad parts of it, especially reality television and stuff. And I feel like people are just judge her more because Kim isn't about shit. She doesn't have a mission statement. She's just kind of this figment, this like beautiful thing. She's like this, just she's living for herself. She doesn't. She's not, you know, trying to change the world. She's not trying to do anything. And then we look at her at such a high position, I and know. I feel like it gets to I people. Know. That's how I feel. I just feel like it gets to people. And she's not necessarily giving out. She's not being a great role model. She's not saying things that you want to ha have your daughter listen to. Not by any means. However, she's in the public eye. So it's like, what are you going to do? It's like, how do we separate these people in pop culture that are so famous because of certain reasons, like where you have artists coming at it from a completely different, a, a completely different standpoint. It's like Kim could never understand what Chloe was even talking about because she just would never understand because it's beyond her mm -hmm. comprehension. She just she's does. She doesn't bitch. get it. She's just, just stupid. <laughs> and then that's why her clapbacks to me didn't really make sense because it's just kind of like... Kim, you do you know that you sound dumb saying that you're making eighty million dollars on a fucking like fucking video game? Like what put that money where's can we can we have a non profit for like, you know, people who wanna be video who wanna make video games? Like, you know, can we do something with all this money? You're just do you realize it's two thousand sixteen and people are dying, you're just like tossing up the word eighty million and about a video game that's about Kimoji, about like your ass and about these fake things and stuff. And do you realize that like like, you kind of sound it's, it's detrimental to society and to how we view things in this world and if like if that's something that she can't even understand i've realized that there's a lot of fights like that right now in 2016 and i just am getting to the point where i'm like whatever kim if you want to be naked i'm gonna let you feel liberated and pretend like you're a fucking real person that has real problems and if you want to be this valid then be this valid that's how i feel about it obviously i think that she's a ridiculous human but i think it's almost ridiculous that we're 
She's as famous like that. It's ridiculous that we're discussing this right now. (laughs) That's exactly how I feel. I honestly can't. That's how I feel. I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like, I don't know. It's and, And at the end of the day, it's kind of like all you can say is, I don't know, because at the end of the day, she's making money. Whatever. I guess I have to live for it. Cool. You look good. You look hot. I'm not hating. Good for you. But you take care of your kids. You make your money. Like, cool. End of story. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like it's in trend to hate on, like, Kim No, sometimes. it's like, not Not to hate trend. on her, but, like, to, like... And I'm not even defending Kim Kardashian, because I think she's... I also think she's, like, stupid and doesn't really, like, have, like, a lot of, like, substance, like... Look at how many times you say, uh, when you watch the Kardashians. It's not in trend. Like, watch the TV show. You literally want to smack a bitch every seven seconds. It's not in trend. It literally is annoying. It's not a trend. It's like, watch the Kardashians. Watch the growth. Watch it from season one to whatever season is. Literally listen to all the ignorant shit they say. Just look at it and see how many times you are infuriated watching it. It's not even a trend. It's like for me, it's like real life. I think we're. Yeah. I think. How, <laughs> but I think how I felt. I think in terms of like this whole like the picture and like all that. Where I started to get annoyed was I was just like, <clears throat> if you don't like Kim Kardashian, like then just yeah. like shade her because you don't like her. But yeah. don't shade her because she's posting like nude pictures. Because who gives mm-hmm. a fuck? That's her body. Like she can do what she wants with it. And that's more like how I felt because I was like, even when like Pink like tweeted like a thing about it and like. A lot of the points people were making were valid, but it was just like, but it's like, this is not, I don't know, it's just like. Furthermore, why it's, it's ridiculous like, you, that we're even like. I just want to see this wall just come tumbling down around I, her, just, I just need like, to, I need their, like, who cares? Like, it's just like, fuck them, yeah, like, whatever. Yeah, but truth, I don't know. True, femi- yeah. true feminism means that you have to fucking like share that like view and that message like regardless of like who it is for, but everyone. Niggas, for everyone just because niggas are real out here, people out here though we're I, not like but but <laughs> if you're gonna be a social like justice, justice like, warrior. like warrior or like advocate then that's part of the challenge like yeah not we just don't your like cause Kim, but like but yeah we don't cause. like kim kardashian but i'm gonna fucking defend her right to post a nude picture because she has the right to do it like and i'm not even a person that doesn't like her that much i honestly don't care i, I kind of like the just, Kardashians actually and i'm very open about that I but think, that's not even me defending her it's yeah. like because like again like i don't care but it's like if you are going to like have if you're going to be a social justice warrior mm-hmm. and advocate that is part of the hard thing is still spreading that message through even the people that you don't like because just because you don't yeah. like them doesn't mean all of a sudden you can be like, ah, now nah, you're a mother and your body this and you're always oh, yeah. posing nude and that and that. No. Because if you're going to tomorrow spread a message about women empowerment and love your body and free the nipple, then uh-huh. you better say that about Kim K too. I don't care if you don't like her. She st- you still have to spread that. Me- that's what makes it hard and annoying. Yeah. But that's what it is. So it's like, you can like clown Kim for all the stupid shit that she does, mm-hmm. like because she does do a lot of stupid shit. But when it comes to her new pictures, you if that's what, what you does she do you that's stupid? That. What does she do that's stupid? I don't think she does any. Me, I, I mean mm-hmm. honestly, and it's a different. It's like the it's two different, different types of people. Do you? It's like if you watch reality TV at all, because she everybody does, on reality TV is stupid, exactly. Or ignorant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like if I went if yeah. I went on a reality TV, I would probably seem stupid and ignorant it's just kind of like yeah people put her on a pedestal 
But actually, the fact that we're talking about her, we're giving her the time. And that's what I'm See, saying. And it's and that's like why you can I said, like, you just choose to, to take it out of your life. You can choose and to take it in and out of your life. And that's what, like, I think that's how my stance on it is kind of. I just choose to not say, yeah, I support you, Kim. Yeah, obviously be naked. I just choose to say, LOL, Kim Kardashian. It's like, just okay. like, I don't like, want to hear. I choose to not care about it, I guess. I, I don't, don't want to hear people talk about. I don't want to hear people slut shame Kim when no. all this shit is going on with Black Lives Matter. <laughs> like, honestly, if you're going to tweet something, tweet something important. Yes. Tweet, like, I was over I was over the naked Kim when she did break the internet. We mm-hmm. all saw her We were face. all very yeah. over around. Okay, yeah, Kim. Like, it was done with, like, whatever. I just cannot mm-hmm. roll back further And so it's head. just kind of like, move on. But people are still trying to shame her instead of t- tackling bigger things. I mean, it's just kind of like, these people are human too. Yeah. And we don't know them. We just see Kim maybe for like an hour a day on her show saying exactly. one or two things. Yeah, she's pretty, so we want to look at her. She's stylish. Mm-hmm. She's a trophy wife. That's what she's famous for, being a trophy wife Absolutely. slash trophy Most girlfriend. of the time when I talk about their Kardashians, I'm talking about their aesthetic. I usually am just living for, like, their looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they have bum-ass stylists. That's what they're... And they stunt in their bum on, and I think it's The problem Most of the is... time I talk about the Kardashians and how much I, like, love them. I mean, yes, I'm, the not ta- I'm not necessarily talking about... Absolutely. I love them as people, and, oh, my God, they're so inspiring. I love the Kardashians. There's so many people. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, Chloe look good as shit in that pink fur. That's the problem that so many people do, and they are now trying to make themselves valid in these other parts. That is what's happening. That is what, yeah, you have Kylie tweeting like, Kim is a, you know what I mean? Like, that's, I think that's what Kylie celebrity is. A legend. If, yeah. my, I don't, if my older sister did some shit like that and we were famous, I would Exactly. Be, but that's what celebrities like. are having issues with. I think that's why it's so prevalent now that celebrities are speaking out about it. Yeah, but it's like, yeah. at the same time, it's like, you cannot blame, they're a family of like six, seven people. Like, they, they squad up. Like, that's what you do. Yeah. Like, that, you're gonna act like that was your squad and they and, are each other And people squad, are just, like, and people are gonna come for them. That's why it's just, the, it's always going to be controversial. Oh, yeah, it's fine. Like, people have like, the right to come for, of course. Like, yeah. you have the right to say whatever you want to do. So it's just like... Say whatever you want, like, and do whatever you want to do, like... Whatever, the Kardashians, it's... I'm ready. I'm I'm personally over it, but whatever. Yes, Kim, be naked, I live for it. Cool. Awesome. That's how I feel. It's, it's like, just like, there's no. exhausted other naked of people. it. Like, there's other naked people, exactly. Lady Gaga, and people literally go on stage with nothing on. Pregnant people even yeah. pose fucking nude. It's just like, give me a break for coming for Kim. Most people coming for her are just hating off of the type of life she portrays. Yeah, I it is. Disagree, I mean, you see, no, okay. I mean it really is because you see an hour of them traveling or going on a vacation <laughs> or them. <laughs> <laughs> disagree. I don't so. mean. I mean that's. What like do you really divide. know about them besides <laughs> that? I watch a lot of reality TV, so it's like, yeah, I might watch the Kardashians, mm. but I also watch the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills mm. and the Real Housewives of freaking it, all Atlanta. those places. Yeah, all those places. I've, o- I've always. They're all kind of bullshit. Yeah, but it's just like you're. We're the ones Absolutely. who's watching them. But I've always, I've always said like, I've always said like, if you're don't come. Like, and that's just, like, it might be me being annoying. I don't care. Like, but I've always said, like, don't come, like, for, like, Kim or, like, the Kardashians, like, about something that you're not going to come for somebody else about because they do enough things that just they do to give you enough to go in on them for. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like... Kim does enough stuff that, like, nobody else does that's very annoying. She clearly doesn't understand, like, a lot Mm. of, like, 
social things. There's enough stuff that she does that you can like come for her on rather, but but it's like if you're not gonna come for Pam Anderson posing nude, like then like don't come for Kim K being nude because she does a million other things that you can come for her on. Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, she has a, yeah, a million yeah. other things that only she does that you can come for her on. But if you're not gonna come for like all these other people posing nude, then don't come for Kim posing nude because that to me is hypocritical and doesn't make sense. She has she does enough things that you can shade her on. Like, so shade her on all those other stuff. Like, but if you're not going to be mad at, like, pink posing me or... It's perception. It's how people want to... It's how people want to lie their moral compass and whatever. And that's just what makes everything so confusing in the first place. But it's like, it makes sense, but I feel like everyone would interpret that thought completely differently. So, like, some people would think that, no, clearly we're going to come for Kim. And then some people would think that they're equal, too. I just think it's however... What, however you feel, however you feel about pop culture and like this new age of technology, this new age of everything that's happening, how you as yourself interpret a waist trainer, interpret freaking like, you know, all like fucking diet pills, fucking ass shots. Like it's how you yourself interpret these things in life right now and how you feel like how heavy you want them to lay on what you do and how much you want to be hip with the trends and how it, it depends on how much you can you can take and pull from that. And I think that everyone has a different, you know, everyone has a different way that they can, you know, deal with all those things in pop culture. And I feel like that's why so many people act out differently about to have such different opinions on these things, because it's like, however you, however yeah. I as brand, I, I as Brianna mm-hmm. handle what an ass shot is and how much eyes Brianna handle whether or not I want to wear a waist trainer for you know five hours every day and make my waist super it's how I feel about that and Mm -hmm. how I feel I want to interpret that and Mm -hmm. they're just it is just you know they are just perfect humans in every way and it Mm -hmm. is difficult having that in society and still trying to be true to like yourself and not feel like you're being pushed and pulled by trends and I feel like that's why people act out so aggressively towards the Kardashians because you know and I just think it's difficult I think it's difficult Mm. to have such perfect people in society I think it's really hard and I feel like it's a genuine thing it's like it might come off as hating but it's really hard for you to be looked up to like that Mm -hmm. because that's something I'll never attain so it's difficult to feel comfortable in yourself when you have women like this who are saying it's perfect and saying it's this. It's, it's hard to have those standards in society. And, like, they are role models because, of course, they're role models. Like, for me, I know in my teen years, like, if, the, you know, I, if I cared that much about the Kardashians, it would be very difficult. Like, I'm so glad I'm fucking 23 and ass shots are coming rather than when I was 16 and ass shots were here. I can't imagine, you know, it's, I think it's, it's that. And that is why people feel like, yes, you do go in on the Kardashians because they're just these perfect people and they're just trying to live these perfect lives and they're skinny and so beautiful. They get their assholes bleached. They have all their fucking hair lasered off. It's like, well, I was fucking 15, like shit. Like I didn't fucking shave my armpit today. God damn it. Everyone's going to make fun of me oh my fucking god what like these are real life things that people go through every fucking day and having them being such perfect people in society is taxing to certain people and i feel like that's why people have such different opinions on them so i don't know it's just and that's it's up to who anybody's perception of it's up to the person it's up to how you want to how seriously you want to take them or not and that's i don't know 
That's why it's hard, I feel. But okay. yes, don't slut shame. Right. Well, let's wrap this section up. Let's take a break, guys, okay? Sounds good. All right, we'll be back. Hey, guys, it's Nefertari, and we're doing part two of the podcast. And this time, I want to talk about relationships. I'm, like, super obsessed with relationships and love. Friendships, parental relationships, any type, because it's, like, constantly changing, I think. I don't know. It's hard. Like, I was going to ask everybody to start off with, like, how do they define love, and do they think it should be treated differently in each different relationship they have? Like, can love change, like, as in how you love someone? Like, can you love your friend the same way you love your mom and your significant other and your pet and everything else? I mean, I don't know. So it's just something I'm thinking about. And I mean, I ask people all the time and I just want to know what you guys think about that. And then I'll talk. Okay. Hmm. Well, I'll go first. I'm Brianna and... I view love very like an all-encompassing thing. Love, I think, is a really strong word, so I'm not going to use it if I don't mean it. Mm-hmm. So love is o- is only put aside for very important people. So I do think love is something very important, a very important thing. Um, so love, for me, it's like my close friends I love, obviously relationships I love people in those it's hard this is a hard thing to explain honestly but if I love you I'm loving you like in an all-encompassing way so I feel like I love someone all the way around and that's it and if I don't feel that way about you I'm not gonna say the word love so I do love my friends Mm -hmm. the way I love my significant other the way I love my mom the way I love my brother the way I love you know my close friends However, I do feel like I can be in a relationship or in a friendship where I don't feel love yet. But I'm not going to say the word love. So I think that it's when you love someone, I feel like you always love them. I don't think it'll ever. How many times have you told someone you love them that you were dating? One time. Like one person. Kane. Never. It's like really like a sacred thing to me to like say like. I literally. I mean, like, I say, like, I love you to, like, my friends, like, just like what Brianna said, like, to, like, my, like, close friends, like, family and all of that. But, like, to have, like, that moment with, like, someone else who's, like, not your immediate friend group or anything like that, like, someone from the outside and, like, really, like, build up that relationship Mm -hmm. to that point. It's, like, scary, but, like. It's terrible. Yeah. (laughs) But it's only, but but we, we feel that it's a. Very, but I can like, but I can like see it as like two different kinds of love, but like not even. Mm. It's just like I don't know. Interesting. Mm. I don't see it as two different kinds of love. I think that it just has different elements to it. Like I love Brandon the way I love my mom, but I feel like it's a different type of love. Obviously, like obviously, you know, I'm gonna. I'm gonna be there for my mom in a certain way just because of standards mm-hmm. and such but I do think I think that I go through life with m- much more ease by thinking of love like that because I feel it give it makes you set standards for the people in your life and I think when they meet them you're like okay I love you like I you you know you hit these goals with someone you hit these like milestones and it's like 
and now I feel like I love you. But it, obviously it's different with different people, but I feel like looking at it, for me, it's less confusing in my mind to just think of love as love. You know, so it does, I feel like I, it helps me not to get as messy with my emotions as far as, you know, whether I do oh, love someone messy. or not. But yes. I'm messy without, without love. <laughs> I, what are you, you going to say? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I think that it is hard to define it in a way of saying how much you can love someone because it's like, honestly... I don't know until that situation arises. It's just like, at the end of the day, yeah, I could say I love you, but am I going to jump off the building? Am I going to save you first? I don't know. I don't know who, what the lineup is. I don't know how to measure it. All I can really do is, the way I get out of it sometimes is saying the way I can love you is by loving myself. Because that will make me be able to appreciate you, care about you, be there mm-hmm. for you. But it's just like, I don't know. Like I said love a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. And they be feeling that shit. And I be meaning it too. I be meaning it too because in the moment I love you. Like I care about you. I'm here with you. I'm sharing this time with you. So it's like I'm sitting there feeling love. You're feeling love. the loving moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. feeling You're the love. You're feeling love. Yeah. You know, and I've like, had those moments and like sometimes like I feel like oh shit, like I might accidentally <laughs> say something that like I don't really mean. <laughs> like, I see Kate being in that situation lots of times. <laughs> I'm just like, oh shit, no, 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 take it back, take it back, take it back, change the subject. It's so scary. Well, some people, sometimes people say it like, you know, in random times where it's like, what am I supposed to say back? You know, if we're having sex and you tell me I love you, it's just like, like oh, I don't want to ruin this right yeah. now. <laughs> that's what I was that's saying. That's what I was like, saying. Oh my god, that's so cute. <laughs> that's <laughs> terrible. It only works the first time, yeah, y'all. It only works the first time before it be like, hold up, bitch. Hold up, bitch. Do you, how do you feel? But I'm never going to tell somebody I love them during sex. Not unless it's no, like... That's not, not unless that's like, I'm like in like a fucking committed ass fucking relationship. Not unless like, yeah... Like, not I'm not just a gonna randomly ring. blurt out I love you unless it's somebody that I've been dating and we're having like passionate like sex like then mm-hmm. but like, I'm, I'm gonna say like in the fu- two three years in a relationship well I don't know no, uh, like, like a year, together. a year once we're together. Together. not once no not, I don't well how can you how can you get with someone out. if you don't love them how can you even date somebody and be sitting there considering their feelings if you don't love them if what? I don't love you, I'm not about to consider your feelings. No. I'm not like, oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely no. <laughs> not happening, not ever. Just... I have to get there first, though. Yeah. Like, I can date you without, I obviously can date you without being in love with Absolutely. you. I'm yeah. dating you because I think I have the potential to fall in uh, love with yes. you. And I'm trying to, like, get there with you as a team. Like, yeah. But I'm not gonna like I. That's something I have to get to. I don't just like. So you've never fell in some fell in love with somebody completely one sided, like mm-hmm. felt like you love somebody, but it was completely one sided because they didn't feel the same way about you. No, I've never. Has that anyone that has that ever happened to anybody? No. no. One sided love. Unrequited love is a thing. Unrequited love is a thing, but unrequited love and is just a term. Mm-hmm. 
It doesn't mean like I love you and you don't love me back. No, it's it just like, I felt I like lust for it someone I, that isn't. I it means I feel lust for you or I like you. I felt like lust for someone I'm that not, wasn't and reciprocated. I, for I sure. couldn't fall in love with somebody who did not. No, who could respect like, or like do didn't have anything back. coming yeah. like back to no, me. Yeah, no. That's just like not. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's just hard because we make friends every day, and then it's like you're friends for three weeks, and you're like, oh my god, I love you. Not me. Are no, you? No. That's no. not happening. I've been, I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I've been at a place with all of you guys, whether it be at a club or somewhere, and we meet someone and you say, I love this person. Yes, but it, I'll be like, oh my God, I love this person. Like, I'm obsessed with life. this person. Like, oh, yeah. Love and obsessed mean, like, is like pretty synonymous to me sometimes. Like, yeah. It's different. Like, it's like, like I'm living for this person right now. It means like, I'm living person. for that person in this Or like I'm getting my life from. Well, no, I was being very simple when I said at the club. But I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. there is times when you meet somebody three times and you commit to loving them. Because you're just like, oh, I fucking love them. I want to be around them again. But even Brianna, but Brianna and I, our friendship started, we met each other and it, like, tumbled, tumbled, to end up after, yeah. like, two weeks we were hanging out, like, every single day. Like, and we were, like, obsessed with each other. But even then I still wouldn't say love. We uh, still had to grow to get there. We absolutely. knew it was something special because we were like, oh, fuck. Like, I just met this person and now we want to hang out all the time. Like, yeah. we knew we were gonna get there. It was very obvious because we fell so fast into, like, a friendship. But we still, like, had to have experiences, experiences and fights together and things. Before and I felt... Before I... And then I was like, oh, I love this. Love... Bitch. I always like, say this. Love is the bad <coughs> parts, not the good parts. Lust is the good parts. Ooh. I feel Ooh. like... Yeah. That's how I feel. So it's like... Once, I don't know. Once, like, I can... Once I can, like, love all parts of you, bad parts included, yeah. like, once I... I'm okay with your... Once I accept your (laughs) bad parts, then I, like... It's like, okay, now I love you. Yeah. Like, once I can accept, like, your flaws as just a part of you and I'm accepting them into my world and I don't care because I want you in my space and in my world, whether Mm -hmm. that's a friend or a relationship, Mm -hmm. now I know I love you. Yeah. Because if I don't have the fucking time of day for it or you annoy me or I don't want to be around you because you're doing, like then I know I don't love you. But if you can, like, annoy me and you're giving me all your bad parts and I still crave being around you... Around you, that's love. That's love yeah. to me. Yeah. I feel like that's growing towards love, yeah. At least growing towards it. Yeah. But I can feel love. I can feel... I, oh, I have I, to feel lust. I feel me. lust everywhere. I feel I lust feel with lust. the nigga across from me on the subway. I feel so. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what yeah, I mean? I, I feel lust with everybody. I feel lust, like, <laughs> daily. Yes. <laughs> But lust is not love. No, I think <laughs> yeah. they're two different things. Well, they're two. They are clearly they're two different things. But it's just like, I don't know. I think that lust is a. It sounds a lot more raunchy. Yeah. So people mm. are scared. To yeah, be, to, say are scared to say lust or say that. But I'm I can in be in lust with someone. But at the same time, like, personally, like, I made a decision to be a lover, like, when I was, like, 19. I totally And I decided, like, okay, I'm a sensitive person, I am a giving person, I am respectful, I can respect other people, I'm easy to love, and I'm I'm a good lover when it comes to, like, I'm a good sister, I'm a good daughter, I'm a good friend, I'm a good in relationships, so I made a conscious decision, like, if I'm gonna be with someone, I'm gonna give them nothing but love. So it's like yeah you can like oh yeah i might like you but you're always going to be receiving love from me any 
anytime. Like, and so I, so I do get like, okay, I could meet somebody and be like, oh my God, I love them after two weeks because it's like, I'm not giving you anything less than my love. And Mm -hmm. hopefully you would give it back to me. And I do agree with, you know, once the definition of love is just like accepting, accepting and being there and caring and wanting to, you know, being obsessed with them. Like, yeah, that's a part of love, but I don't think that's all that it encompasses. I think it's just like, yeah. It should, you have to put in effort and give love if you ever want to get it. Oh, so you have you, to give love yeah. to receive love. Yeah, but, oh, yeah but, but, but saying, but it's just like, but you also have to say, like, I, you have, that also requires vulnerability. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just you like, always have to be open but to so it's just that. like, it's really a tricky subject. Cause it's just no, that's like, what's so scary. Know. That's what's so scary about love it is. Is because it's in order so, to get there, you do have to be so vulnerable. But at the same time, at least for me, that's what makes it so scary because I always want to make sure that we're like on that pathway, like together. Like I don't want to get to level seven before you do. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. feel like because level one is us meeting and level ten is we're in love. And I don't want to get to the next step unless With you're like right behind me yeah. or like mm-hmm. we going together. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get to level six and you're still at like level three. Because now I feel uncomfortable and I feel like you have too much. I feel like I'm too attached and now mm-hmm. you have the power. Like, and you I don't, and it's like, it's too much. Like, we have to advance and get there together. And that's like why some people. It's like, hard to find though. Also, I do feel like you'd have to take risks in order to. Of course, you have to take but risks. That's... Yeah, like, I'll like. Yeah. I'll, like, plunge to level seven if you're at level three because I think that you're about to plunge, too. Like, I'll I'll take that risk and yeah. plunge first if I feel like I know you're going to, like, plunge, too, at some Perfect. point. Like, yeah. But that's what makes it scary is because if they do follow through and then they plunge and skip all those levels and bounce to level seven, too, the rewards you reap are, like, unimaginable. But then it's like if they don't, they're like, mm, I'm actually chilling at level three. And I'm like, well, damn! Yeah, like, I feel dumb. Oh, oh shit! Like, now I feel crazy. Like, yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> so it's like you do have to take the risk, but it's like it, it's scary, and that's what's like, and that's just like what is scary about like love. But I think that's why, obviously, it's clearly not that calculated because it's organic and everything is different. The relationship is different, but I think that's what I try at least to do is I try to like ad- I try to like advance together because like I'm always terrified of being like more mm-hmm. like I'm so I'm person. terrified of being more committed or more into something than the other person is so I what makes you more committed is thinking about it so much like oh, if you yeah. Yeah. honestly so it's just yeah. like if you honestly didn't think about it that much it would just be going I, with but, the flow. Yeah. like see like me like as like my personality type like I like really overthink things a lot <laughs> like so fucking much yeah it's I don't know how to like stop doing it all fire signs do yeah, I mean, self. I know if someone's important. trying to kill me at all times. <laughs> I'm, I'm paranoid. Someone's I know someone's trying to take me down all the time. time. It's happened several times. <laughs> so I'm just, I just am aware so at all times. God is always up. <laughs> like, whoosh, like, bitch, I'm ready. I'm always ready. Chop, to, like, chop, 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 chop. Like, I'm ready <laughs> well, to go. And also, and also you said something interesting to me, too, <laughs> about the whole power aspect of relationships like mm-hmm. who has the upper hand who has all the power who whatever mm-hmm. like I'm not one to really give a fuck about that it's no, just kind of like, like I want to I want to that's, like, a, never tired, but that's the best part about like that you can't tell you're, you yes. are 
fearless when it comes to mm-hmm. love, and that's like, and that is admirable. It's super admirable. But shout out to all the cold hearted bitches that don't want to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like I'm scared, and yeah, it's scary to be vulnerable. But I just feel like honesty is so important in yeah. the relationship. 100%. And if you're constantly being honest from the beginning of like what you want, what you expect, what you're there for, what you're not there for, like then you have no choice but to either become friends or try to become lovers. <laughs> of or, course. You know? And like and I wholeheartedly agree with that and that's like what I was touching on like in our last podcast too was I was just saying like how that is the right way to go about it just being honest and forward like with like what your expectations are and what just you want and say just hit me more. but that's a part of like our like coco- our culture our culture and society right now at least at least with people our age and our like generation is because everyone is so scared of being hurt that they're not being honest and forward with their expectations and their needs and what they want when if that was just what you were doing from the jump that's how you're actually going to avoid being hurt but we're so it, yeah, it's so, so like important to have like that conversation. Not that people want to be niggas so bad. It's people want to be niggas. <laughs> they so... want to dog people out any second they can. It's like so sad. <laughs> like <laughs> you don't want to just like be honest and open and like not skip this entire like game bullshit. Yeah. Like can't like can we skip all the bullshit, please? Yeah. Like, the bullshit's what makes it fun. No. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my God. No, it does not. And if see, you didn't know that's... Nefertari was a Pisces before, you know now. You now know. <laughs> and see, that's no, not no, okay. That is what dating is. How can you know what you like or what you expect no, in a lover okay, if so you never saying, had what you did? No, no, no. no, no. Like, so what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is like the fucking bullshit, like, Oh, like, I'll talk to you, like, blah, 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 blah. Oh, but I'm going to wait 20 minutes to text like, you back. I can't text this person now because like, I did this. Oh, well, I'm not yes. going to double text you so that I don't look like I'm this. I'm not going like, to text you first because, yeah, like, it's that stupid bullshit. Or, well, like... Just, can I not do that? Like, let's I just, like, honestly not, haven't like, thought about that actual high stupid bullshit. Well, we're young-minded, bitch. <laughs> I haven't thought about we that since high school. We not advanced but lovers out here. Lo- most people act like that. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people act like and, that. And, and those are the, the people you shouldn't want to date. Like, you want when someone that's going to be organic with you. Of course. Yes. Like, yeah, that's what well, I want that. Yeah. <laughs> but also, to get that, you <laughs> also can't do that. Yeah. You're going to get people yeah. that are doing the same shit as when, you if you're doing that. All things that we're all aware of. Like, at, in theater, they say, like, if your character, you're analyzing characters, saying, do they lead with, like, you say, do they lead with your head, your heart, or your groin? And I truly think people mm. are like that, too. And mm. I feel like you lead with your heart. And yeah. I feel like other people lead with, like, I lead with my head, for sure. Some I people lead, lead with, with their groin. I think everyone has those, like, three like different parts. I'm a geological person. Yeah, yeah, I think that it's those three different parts, and I feel and like you get, I don't know, on a basic level, I feel, but it's definitely a positive to lead with your heart, because, especially right now, but I, I just can't. I w- I wish I, I could lead with my heart, but I, I can't. am a fucking wreck, and I could nope. never let myself do that. Like because I'm not, I'm not secure. I'm too I'm not, like I'm fragile s- to lead with my heart. I'm like, a little baby. I couldn't do that. Not it's like I mean, 
I um, like I said, it's really important to like got, get the concept of loving yourself first. Yeah, um, like yeah. you know what I mean. And it's like until you take that time to actually get to love yourself and get to know yourself that you love, mm-hmm. you're really not going to even be able to give someone a real relationship. Exactly. You know what I mean. So until you get to that point, it's just kind of like it's no point of dating. But rarely do people do that. So you have a lot of people in relationships mm-hmm. that don't even really know what love is because they haven't even gotten to love themselves. Exactly. So the more that you invest into yourself I think this is just pretty much like my clothes up on how I feel about it but like I think the key is just like learn how to love yourself love other people more be there for other people take care of your family if you can if they're down for you same thing with friends yeah but you also have to take your feelings and other people's feelings seriously and don't take it for granted because you could yeah. really the person could be right in front of your face but the fact that you are waiting 20 minutes to text they just got someone else's number mm-hmm. good I mm. like that concept mm-hmm. alright mm-hmm. don't hold back <laughs> well I really like that shoot for the stars no I like that that was very stimulating thank you Nefertari thanks oh, yes. you guys want to take a break and come back with some yeah. other shit yeah. All right. We'll be back, guys. Hey, guys. We're back. Um, so we're going to wrap things up pretty quickly. It was a little light, fun um, music section. We just wanted to do kind of like our quick pick um, songs of the week. Yeah. Thank you, Kane. Um, yeah, we're like, we're like, I mean, every, who doesn't love music? Everyone loves music. Mm-hmm. But... We really, like, we love, like, finding new songs and, like, we're always hipping each other to, like, new music and, like, stuff. It's, like, it's one of, like, the things that we kind of really connect on as, like, a friend group. So, if you don't know, most people know this about me, but I am obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with house music. So, my pick of the week is Oliver Heldens and Throttle have a song called Waiting. Um... And I think they, I'm pretty sure they released, like, a sample of it, like, a while ago. And then they released the full song a couple weeks ago. And I'm always just on SoundCloud, and I just kind of, like, 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 whatever, like, I think I'm going to like, and I listen to it later. And I never got back to it until, like, this past week. And then once I finally played it, I was like, God damn, this shit is lit. So, (laughs) it's turn up. You can bust a mean shuffle out to it. I'm gonna play it probably, like, four times tonight. So... It's a a good energy. It's a good build. Ooh, it has a good... mm, It's that build. Ah, and then the beat drop. Yes, I love me some house. So that's my pick of the week. Oliver Heldens and Throttle, Waiting. Find it on SoundCloud. It's lit. Who's next? I guess I'll go next. I'll, we'll just go to circle. Yeah. Um, so I am obsessed with like neo soul kind of music, and um, there's this band that I really really like. They're like indie neo soul. It's a three piece, four piece band, and they're called um, Lake Street Dive, and they just released their album, their new album, like a few weeks ago, and one of the songs off of it is How Good It Feels, and it's just like a nice chill, like kind of like Motown vibe feels to it. Very simple. And it's just, like, a feel-good song, like, just to, like, it's easy listening, so, like, I, like, do it, I'll listen to it, like, while I'm doing the dishes or, like, cleaning up around the house. It's nice. Nice little kickback jam. Yes. I do so you love, can, 
I do love Lake Street Dive. You hip me to Lake Street yeah, Dive. Yeah, Lake Street Dive is pretty fucking Street. awesome. And they were actually one of my favorite shows when we saw them at Bonnaroo. Mm-hmm. Because it was, it was like, they had the perfect size. Like when they do their live shows, it's literally just Rachel, who's the lead vocalist, um, the guitar, uh, stand-up bass, and drums, and that's it. That Nothing else. Awesome. And it's amazing. So... You should go check them out. Um, their album is Side Pony, and the song is How Good It Feels. Yes. Cool. Okay, so uh, this is always, this has been a favorite song of mine for a while, but recently, this week, I've been listening to it a lot, just because when I listen to music, I definitely, I listen to a lot of different kinds of music, but... I definitely listen to music based on how I'm feeling that day, so I feel like if I wake up in a certain mood and I feel like a certain type of music or a so- certain song will make me feel better, or I feel like a song like literally manifests the feeling I'm feeling that day, mm-hmm. I always need to That's listen exactly to it. That's exactly how I deal with Because it's just a, like, a release, and then I just don't feel like I want to kill people. <laughs> um, so, obviously, this is like all of our favorite songs. But I was really listening to Soda, Azalea Banks. Yes! Yeah. Yes! does hit the fucking spot. <laughs> I just feel, it, the lyrics are so amazing. I feel like it's just, it's that just bridge, empowering. That bridge is so it's empowering. It just so makes good. you know that you literally are an awesome person. You're into so many different things and never forget that while empowering yourself. So it was definitely like my walk down the street song this week. So yeah, Soda, Azalea Banks, Off Broke with Expensive Taste. Yes. It's my favorite song for this week. <laughs> no, I really love that song too all the time. It gets me there. It always. <laughs> yeah, it gets me the going. the moment that I need at that time. So my favorite, yeah, this is Neff. My favorite <laughs> song of the week I've been listening to. I was late. I knew she was coming out with a CD, but it was Khalila. She came out with a CD in October. It's called Hallucinogen. It's really short, six songs. I listen to the songs that I know, but, you know, I'm also about their composition. So I found this one song called All the Way Down. I went and looked it up, and it's about the um, the song's about abandoning unnecessary rules and focusing on things that do matter when it comes to relationships. Whoa. Which is funny, because that's what I'm <laughs> Clearly, I've been in my feelings. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I really love her, too. She's, like, neo-soul. Like, she's alternative R&B, very chill, but still, um, she really has powerful messages in her song. That don't really go. I don't. I wouldn't say that it could be life changing, but it's like nice to see that someone can be so sensitive and emotional, but still a little grungy and catty. Yeah. Yes. So. Yeah. Finding a good lyricist, like yeah. finding someone who like can is capable of like conveying that in the song or like just in the lyric, like all together, like melodically, lyrically. Yeah, and then I just. That's read. what I love and look for when I. Music. And then Jess Glenn also helped write the song too. Yeah. And oh. And yeah. Jeffrey I love yeah. Jess Glenn. Yeah. I love. Yeah. Jess so Glenn. that was like nice to learn about the song too, because I I just like the beat and stuff. Like she does like trap beats and neo soul, and yeah. then a little bit of house. That's so, everything. Yeah. <laughs> she'll take it slow and be like email, so I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that about does it for this episode. Um, as usual, make sure you follow us on um, Twitter and Instagram at the underscore collective, T-H-E underscore C-O-L-L-3, C-T-I-V-3. 
Yeah, we are on iTunes now. Yes, yes. we are verified. We are SoundCloud verified, and we are on iTunes. Yes. So yes. Um, you can find us in the iTunes store, in the podcast store, by searching for The Collective. We'll pop right on up. We're right there. Um, make sure you subscribe. Um, share it with make sure friends. you're sharing um, it with your friends. Make sure you're liking and reposting us on SoundCloud. We really appreciate all the support so far. Um, and that about does it for this episode. So we'll catch you guys later. See ya. Bye. Bye.